Ohio State gets a special gift on Christmas Day. What can we expect from Ohio State's linebackers against Utah in the Rose Bowl? And will the Rose Bowl game get played? There have been numerous bowl games that have been canceled, and I'm curious about what's going to happen with the granddaddy of them all. All that and more in this episode of Locked on Buckeyes. On Buckeyes, your daily podcast on the Ohio State Buckeyes. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. What is up, Buckeye fans? Welcome back to the episode of Locked On Buckeyes for the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm your host, Jay Stevens, also the host of the Jay Stevens Podcast. It is a Monday, December 27th in the year 2021. And today's episode is brought to you by Sonos. Sonos is the official sponsor of ESPN College Football. Go to Sonos.com to learn more. I would also like to thank every person out there for making Locked On Buckeyes their first listen of every single day. Christmas Day rolled around. It was here on Saturday. I thought... My plan for the day was going to go along uninterrupted, well, no, without any crazy or wild surprises. Let's go with that. Saturday morning, woke up, went to the gym, got a little workout in, got a good sweat in, went to my parents' house, ate some good food, opened some presents. The microphone I'm using right now was actually a gift from my parents on Christmas Day. Went to my brother's house. He had some. He had knee surgery, and he could not leave, so he went there. He opened his presents. Watched some football, ate some more food, had a really good day. Around 2 p.m. Eastern time, I looked down at my phone. Shortly after 2 p.m. Eastern, looked down at my phone, and what do I have? A transfer has committed to play football at Ohio State. Diamante Trainum, 5'11", 235-pound Current, well, former running back at Arizona State is now going to be a linebacker at Ohio State. Does that sound interesting to you? Have you heard that before? Because I sure have. It was still Chambers at Ohio State transitioning in the offseason from running back to linebacker. Now, Diamante Trainum is doing the same thing. Diamante was actually, he's actually a product of, product of Akron High School, and he played a linebacker while in high school. Played running back, played linebacker. He was recruited as an athlete, someone that plays multiple positions. And it was not something that Ohio State did not discuss with him while he was being recruited by by Ohio State while he was in high school. But Diamante chose to go to Arizona State to play running back. And I get it. You want to go somewhere where you can play a position that you love. Arizona State solely recruited him as a lot, excuse me, as a running back, and he went forward with that plan in mind. I firmly think that there are some things going on currently with Herm Edwards, head coach at Arizona State, and that football program, which went into possibly why he decided to enter Diamante, that is, into the transfer portal two weeks ago. Think back to the offseason. There were some recruiting things that took place. They had recruits on campus during the dead period. There were people that were taking pictures with Herm Edwards. Not sure how you let these pictures get leaked. Oh, yes, I do. Disgruntled staff members, people in the media that are trying to, you know, get all of the news. Things happen. Things get out. And internally, there are things going on at Arizona State that I do believe took part in Diamante entering the transfer portal. He talked about how he wanted to go to a place that he had a relationship with previously. Think back to recruiting and how anything is at Ohio State, either with Urban Meyer or with Ryan Day. 
relationship building is key. And that relationship, that relationship that was built carried through to this recruitment now or this transfer at this point in time. Think back to last season. The connection that Trey Sermon made with Tony Alford during the recruiting process years before he transferred was very important and pivotal into Trey Sermon transferring to Ohio State prior to the beginning of last season. Right now, they got Mr. Diamante Trainum, who I believe is going to be a big piece of this team. One thing, 235 pounds, he's not going to come in and be asked, hey, you got to put on some weight, buddy. That's not going to be something that they're going to ask him to do. He already has the size. He already has the frame. Five foot eleven, a little bit shorter. One another interesting thing as far as the size. The size was not going to detour him at running back at Arizona State. He was already in line to be the starting running back next year at Arizona State. This past year, he had set seventy-eight carries. 402 rushing yards, 5.2 yards a pop. He had 5.9 yards a pop during his freshman year in 2020. Six touchdowns last year. Also added in four receptions for 19 receiving yards. This is a big thing for Ohio State. Returning linebackers next year for Ohio State solidified and concretely they have eligibility. I do believe they're going to stay. Steel Chambers, Cody Simon, Tommy Eichenberg, you can also add in Reedy Carrico and some other gentlemen that didn't get very much or any playing time at all this season. Taraja Mitchell and Pollyanna OTOT, they have another year of eligibility left. They could return. I don't care about the final two. I mean, I do because they're players. Those other two should not be on the field at all. I mean, you may get J2 get all up in arms or get animated if not OTOT or even Taraja Mitchell are sprinkled in there on the field, um, even during situational periods points during the game keep them on the sidelines keep your best players on the field we've been saying it all year long it does not end with the Rose Bowl but still Chambers Cody Simon Tommy Eichenberger those are three linebackers that I do believe will be in the running to start next year I do think still Chambers unless there's a position change we'll talk about that in the offseason might get my guy Jeff Hunt from the off the ball network back on to discuss that very thing but unless something crazy happens, still Chambers is a linebacker. Cody Simon and Tommy Eichenberg, they're fighting for that other linebacker spot. Is it going to be Diamante Trainum? Is it going to be his spot? Is he going to be a linebacker that's going to be working into Jim Knowles' system and what Jim Knowles wants next year as Ohio State's defensive coordinator? And that's to be determined. But this is something that I believe is going to be huge. I don't know, and right now I don't care who the LB coach is next year. The biggest thing right now is Ohio State got a gift on Christmas Day. Somebody transferring in, an Ohio kid, somebody that wants to play football, wants to play linebacker, can play linebacker, and somebody that the last time he played linebacker, at least during his junior season, was very big at getting takeaways and making splash plays on the field. Eight sacks, five forced fumbles, 10 pass breakups during his junior year in Akron playing football, playing linebacker that was. Excited to see what Diamante Trainum does in Columbus next season. This holiday season, grab the protein bar that tastes like a candy bar, or even better than a candy bar. Bill Bar filled with so much holiday goodness, rich with decadent flavor, covered in chocolate, but amazingly low in calories, sugar, net carbs, and fat, and even high in protein. You get the best of both worlds. Delicious 
and healthy. So many flavors. You'll have a hard time choosing. Will you have raspberry or mint brownie? Cherry or double chocolate? Cookies and cream or peanut butter brownie? Built Bar gives you the extra fuel you need to bust down those mall doors and battle all the holiday shoppers. Or, if you're just standing in endless shopping lines, Built Bar can give you that extra something to keep you going. So throw one in your jacket or purse. You never know when you're going to need it. Because it's the season of peace and love. Don't bring up your favorite Built Bar flavor at family parties. People are so passionate about their favorite flavor, they'll fight for it and things could get out of hand. You friends with Santa? Well, tell Santa throw a few Bilt Bars in those stockings. With so many flavors, they'd make anyone's Christmas morning a happy one. Go to BiltBar.com, use promo code LOCKED15, and get 15% off your order. Or, let's shorten it, go to Bilt.com and use that funny promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off your next order. March Madness is right around the corner. If you want to win your office pool, you need to stay caught up with all the college basketball action with the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Every Monday, Andy Patton and Isaac Shade recap the biggest stories in college basketball, keep you up to date on the NCAA tournament bubble, and get you ready for the upcoming week of games. From the Big East to the Mountain West and everywhere in between, Andy and Isaac have college hoops covered on the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. You're tapped into Locked On Buckeyes here on a Monday part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every single day. This is the second time I am using this mic recorded Locked On Big Ten previously earlier today on Sunday afternoon. I am getting used to it, but so far I have heard no complaints from the other individual that I hosted that co-hosted that show with and so if you have a positive or negative or even neutral review send it right there in the comments on youtube feel free to do that just let me know what you think about the new mic that jay is using the linebackers at ohio state some will say they've been a liability liability all year long from playing so many gentlemen to the rotation being quite confusing at times to the to the people and the players up front sometimes not being able to consistently do their job. It all goes back to the linebackers. Are they consistent? Are they doing their job? Are they being players that everyone can rely on to be consistently strong at that position on the field? Yes, D-line is important. The secondary is equally as important. But one of the biggest things that has hurt Ohio State during different portions of this season is the play by the linebackers. And in this game against Utah, a Utah team that has been very physical, a Utah team, even though Oregon has one of those Sewell boys, Noah Sewell, there was a Sewell that had, it was a, that's now a Detroit Lion, was a offensive tackle at Oregon in 2019. He set off the 2020 season due to COVID. There's a Sewell linebacker there, Noah Sewell, that Ohio State got quickly acquainted with earlier on September 11th, earlier in the season. And there's also a Sewell boy on the Utah defense. We'll talk about him down the road as well. One thing I know about Ohio State's linebackers is they're going to be asked to do something a whole lot better than what they did against the Michigan Wolverines. Get off blocks, really react very quickly, and for Steel Chambers to quickly use his instincts. Now, 
instincts can get you burned. I'm not going to lie about it and say that it's not going to happen. Your instincts instincts can get you burned, can get you hurt. But I don't think that's the thing that I'm thinking about most when it comes to the linebackers at Ohio State, what they're doing, the play that I'm expecting from Steel Chambers, Cody Simon, maybe Tommy Eichenberg, maybe Taraja Mitchell, if he plays on the field, whoever the linebackers are. We have seen a lot of five, maybe six guys that have been out there. No, no, OT, OT was not eligible to play or available to play during the Michigan game. And then we saw Cade Stover go over and play linebacker, and it was a lot of the same. <laughs> Couldn't set a block, reach block by the, by the I think it was a tight end on that play in the goal line. Case Tover got down on one knee, outside almost free, which was amazing how they te- how they teach you. But he had absolutely no leverage, and from one knee, he couldn't power through to get off the block to make the tackle. These linebackers, a few things I'm looking for from these linebackers in this game. Number one, be physical. Be physical. We talked about it on Friday. We're going to keep talking about it all week long. The physicality at the point of attack is going to be very big in this game. One of the best things we have seen from Ohio State linebackers is that sometimes at the point of attack, they can get off blocks. They will, they don't get covered up very quickly. Now, there have been times linebacker play has been down. They have not been reading and reacting pre-snap versus post-snap at that time, but be physical at the point of attack. If you are It's going to derail and disrupt anything this Utah offense wants to do. The running game wants to get going, wants to get flowing. And they know, as the offensive linemen of Utah have watched a lot of film, these linebackers at Ohio State, once you hit them, a lot of times at the point of attack, if you win that initial battle, the first second to second, well, half second to a second right there in that second and a half, it's over. They can't get off of you. They can't shed you. You are going to be in the winning side, and you're going to be moving the ball consistently down the field. Win at the point of attack. Be physical. Number two, another thing I need. we're going to be looking at, what we can expect, what we should expect from Ohio State's linebackers is to be physical. I honestly think there's going to be a, a level up when it comes to the physicality from Ohio State from Cody Simon and from Steel Chambers. I uh, honestly, I'm not too worried about them right now. And if it comes to the defensive, if the defensive linemen do their job and covering guys up and not allowing a free release for the offensive linemen to the second level, I personally have no hesitation with how the linebackers will play. I, I, I don't, I don't at all, honestly. My question mark is more with the defensive line than the linebackers. But if the defensive linemen do their job or even slow down or um, disrupt or even give a, give the linebacker a half a second more time being freer than being covered up, I honestly, I'm, I think they're going to be more, I believe they're going to be more physical than they were. Now, another thing that I think is going to be very important, sometimes Ohio State's linebackers pre-snap will tell you what they're going to do post-snap. That's one thing I think when you have 15 extra practices for the bowl game, I think that pre-snap to post-snap showing what you show pre-snap is not what you do post-snap. I firmly think that'll be an alteration that we're going to see more so in this game. One way you want to derail a quarterback that really has everything, he can be ultra confident, he can have all the chips on his side, you can say, hey, what I show you now, 
isn't always what I'm going to be doing. Yes, during the season, it was what I was going to be doing. But baby, I've gotten better. Baby, we have improved. And I have seen via the film that we have watched a few things that I had done that have been wrong. And I do believe that we could alter some of those things, fine-tune some of these things in the pre-snap to post-snap. In a game like this, when teams have so much film and they can watch all the things on you, this is a game. This is a moment where I believe every person out there can look at Ohio State's linebackers, Steel Chambers. One thing that makes Steel Chambers very good, he's very good in, in inside tight, tight quarters, um, almost like somebody a big man in basketball that can navigate and get through and be comfortable in tight quarters inside the paint. Steel Chambers is very good inside that tackle-to-tackle range, and his instincts as play, from playing running back, those are also things that we're seeing also while he was playing linebacker. So I do believe there's going to be an added level of physicality. You could expect that. You can also expect some pre-snap and post-snap Different variations. What you see pre-snap is not what you see post-snap. If they're using the cards to call the plays from the sideline, which I think is idiotic and stupid, is derailing and slowing down the growth of our quarterbacks. But if that's what teams do, if they're going to continue to do that, they can show one look, the quarterback looks to the sidelines, and then what you're going to do, what you're going to see next, could be completely different, which is going to derail and mess up a quarterback who consistently gets his calls from the sideline. An added level of physicality, a different pre-snap, pre-snap to post-snap looks, a couple things we can't expect from the Ohio State Buckeye linebackers in the Rose Bowl. Bet Online has you covered all season for more props, odds, and lines than ever before as football season continues the March to the playoffs. Bet online remains your number one spot for all the sports action this season. Head to our new updated desktop or mobile website to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use our promo code locked on L O C K E D O N and it's all one word to receive your bonus from basketball, football, NHL, boxing, and UFC right to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports. Bet online where the game starts. Thank you, thank you, thank you for tuning in to this Monday edition of Locked On Buckeyes, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every single day. How was your Christmas? Was it exciting? Did you get any gifts? I know I got this mic. I'm going to keep talking about it. Probably going to talk about it all week long. Our guy, my guy, Jeff Hunt from the Off the Ball Network, is planning to be with us on New Year's Eve to give us our final preparation for the Rose Bowl. And I, I told him he's, he had some stuff he got for podcasting. I got this mic. How was your Christmas, though? Like, let's just be honest now. We're talking football and football specific. Going to be more basketball talk tomorrow as the Buckeyes take the court for the first time. What seems like 800 and 58,000 days. But how was your Christmas? What did you get? Drop us some of the stuff there in the comments. I got this gift. Ohio State got a gift. This is what I got memorable from Christmas in 2020. It's memorable for a couple teams, a few teams that are playing the football right now that they will not. Getting the bowl game canceled just in general. Yeah, Rutgers filled in in the Gator Bowl. They're going to be playing in the Gator Bowl after one of the opponents had to pull out from the Gator Bowl, 
Rutgers, who was five and seven below the 500 mark, they said, Hey, yeah, we'll be ready. And you know what? Even though, even though they stopped practicing, hey, <laughs> the fighting Greg Seattle said, Hey, we'll gladly take another game to play, prepare it to get our team ready. Go right there for it. Noah, Noah Vedral, uh, Aaron Cruikshank, go, go right ahead, play that very game. There are some other people. The Scarlet Knights are happy. They got a good gift on Christmas. You know who's not happy? Teams playing in the Fenway Bowl, teams playing in the Military Bowl, and teams playing in the Hawaii Bowl, specifically Memphis. Memphis is or was in the air on their way to the Hawaii Bowl. Hawaii was out there, had some COVID complications. And while Memphis is on their way to Hawaii, not only to play the football game, but to enjoy some beautiful weather, some better weather than what they've been experiencing down there in Memphis, Tennessee, the game gets canceled. Yes. The Halloween, Halloween, Hawaii Bowl, Halloween Bowl will be so weird, kind of enjoyable, but no, not going to happen. The Hawaii Bowl got canceled. While a team was in transit to go to that game, and shortly after that, the Military Bowl, I believe Boston College was in that one, and then also the uh, Fenway Bowl, a bowl in Fenway Park. I, honestly, I'm not the biggest fan of playing base football games in baseball stadiums, but being able to play a game in that, honestly, it's very memorable. I know it's not the best thing for television, but if you're playing in Wrigley Field or Fenway Park, or if you're playing, I know locally, sometimes they play high school football games um, where the Indianapolis Indians play here locally. I'm all, those things are weird on television, but as a player, you can say for the rest of your life, I played in a baseball stadium. This one, it's kind of weird to watch, but as a player, as a former player, if I did that in high school, I would have loved it. Yes, Memphis got their bowl game canceled. And I was curious and thinking about Ohio State in the situation. Because Ohio State left on Sunday to go to the Pasadena. And by the time that you are listening to the show, they're already landed in Pasadena, Southern California, getting acquainted, getting in their hotel, adjusting to the different time zone, three-hour time difference. And everything that goes into bowl games, they have there's going to be media there. They're going to talk to the media. There's going to be um, at an added level of press. They're going to enjoy Rose Bowl festivities and everything that goes into the granddaddy of them all. We are here on December 27th, recording this on December 26th. And one thing in my mind is it's still possible that the Rose, game, Rose Bowl game gets canceled. You're going to have a lot of upset people, fans, coaches, media members, most importantly, the players, because they are the attraction. They are the reason the game is going to be played. I can say what I got to say. You can say what you got to say. But let's not overlook one important detail. Without the players, there would be no game. And I don't think there'll be anybody more upset than the players at Ohio State, Utah, if this game gets canceled. There may be some talking heads out there that might say there's nobody more upset about this game getting canceled than me i want you to quickly remind them or maybe tweet at them i know we don't say this but in this instance let them know the players are the reason we are excited for this game the players are the reason we watch this game you say there's nobody more excited or more upset about this game being canceled than you Quite the contrary. It's all about the players, and the players are the reason that this game is going to be played. You think you're more important than players? Sir, I think you 
are wrong. I've been actually pretty upset and annoyed by a lot of people out there saying this game is this game getting canceled. I am the most upset person out there that this bowl game is getting canceled. Blah, blah, blah. Get that nonsense out the way. It's all about the players. The players can't play. <laughs> Nobody's going to be more upset than them. It's possible that the Rose Bowl game does not get played this year. Very weird. I do think that's part of the reason why that Ohio State's 20,000 tickets that they were given via the Rose Bowl were not sold out. They had to send back 7,000 tickets. I do think it's because, think about this, if you want to spend a lot of money going from Columbus or wherever you are in the country to Pasadena, California, you know about California and their COVID protocol. You know about the testing. You know about the vaccination requirements. You know about the testing that's needed before going to an event. You know about the vaccination card that you need to show to get into many venues. All of those things. And at the last minute, Governor Newsom or any local official, elected official that is there, can he quickly pull the plug and say, I know you spent all this money to get here. I know you spent X amount of dollars on that ticket. I know your family of four is here. You, this, this was your Christmas gift. You know what? Sorry, buddy, there's no game. I do think that's the biggest reason why, a big reason why, a lot of people said, we ain't going to Pasadena this year. The Rose Bowl game is the biggest one for me, for a lot of people out there, but no, this is not going to happen. I am hoping, I cannot concretely say if the game's going to play or not. There is a big possibility as players continue to get tested, players that are asymptomatic, there we go, Jay, as they, as they test positive, not knowing they have something in their system, all of a sudden you are ruled ineligible to play the game. The last game of the season, very unfortunate. I surely hope that what we find happening coming up very, very soon is an announcement. I don't think they can ever say that no matter what this game is going to be played until they change their protocol. I don't know if they're going to. I'm not advising anything one way or another. These are just some thoughts about the game. I hope it's played. I hope they don't, the Buckeyes, and they get to their destination or they're in transit to their destination. Nothing's been announced just yet as far as a cancellation, but I would hope, 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 hope that New Year's Eve, December 30th, or any of the days that are there, I know I know New Year's Eve on December 31st. I, I, I wanted to go backwards at that time. No matter what, I would hurt. I would not hurt. I would be very upset. I would be, I'll be upset. If the officials and the adults in the room cancel the game day before, two days before, day of, that would not be a wise decision. But these are their protocols, and they are the ones making the rules. Rollsville officials know the positives and negatives about canceling the game, playing the game. They got to roll with what they feel is best based upon the rules that they have put in place, guys. We are wrapped up here on a Monday. Buckeye basketball comes back tomorrow. Very excited to talk basketball tomorrow with you. Guys, as always, you can follow me on Twitter at jsteven07. You can send all of your emails to jstevens317 at gmail.com. On this Monday, I am Jay Stevens, the host of this year's podcast. I am out. We'll be back tomorrow.